Welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast, the show for short-term rental professionals, hosts, and owners worldwide. I'm your host, Elaine Watts, and I invite you to join us each week as we share actionable strategies, top tools and resources, and interviews with leading industry experts and successful holiday homeowners. We ask them to pull back the curtain and teach you exactly what you need to do to do the same. Are you ready? Here we go. Hello and welcome to the Holiday Let Success podcast. I'm your host, as always, Elaine Watts. Now today I'm going to talk about getting started as a holiday let owner. What I'm also doing, I'm not just recording this as a podcast, I'm also recording it as a video training, which you can catch over in the Facebook group. And you can find the Facebook group very easily by heading to www.hlspodcast.com forward slash FB and you can watch the training in there. Okay, so getting started, there's a few things you need to think about with a holiday let. So in this particular training, we're going to look at how to get started, what to look out for and what to plan for. And I'm going to share some really cool resources that are going to help you get going. Okay, so the search really begins. What you're looking for is the home of your dreams as a holiday home owner. But it's not just got to be the holiday home of your dreams. It's got to be the holiday home of their dreams too. If you want to turn this into a business venture and you want to turn it into something that's going to make the money it needs to pay for everything so that you can turn a profit if you want to. And there's a balance between, and this is part of the decision-making process, is, is this going to be something that is primarily for your use? If it is primarily for your use, you need to be clear on which weeks of the year it is that you actually want to be using this holiday home. Because if it's the peak weeks, it may be that the other weeks don't give you enough income to pay for the rest of the holiday home if that's what you want this to do. If you don't need everything to be paid for by those peak weeks, maybe that's going to work for you. The other thing to bear in mind, your ideal getaway might be on the top of a mountain with hardly anybody around, no Wi-Fi and completely cut off. But that might not be the perfect place for potential guests. There will be people just like you out there that want to stay somewhere like that. But the majority of holiday home owners need a great location, fantastic amenities, really good accessibility. They also want Wi-Fi. It is right up there with oxygen. It is the most searched for item when people book holiday homes. So you need to know what you want this holiday home to do. If it's going to be a pricey property and you need to cover all of the expenses, then it may be that you aren't able to visit on the peak weeks and it might take a little bit of the joy out of it being only able to visit the weeks when it's not quite so busy. That might be ideal for you, but these are the questions you need to be asking. We're also going to talk about the responsibilities and regulations, knowing your numbers, and how to keep a track of them, how to calculate what's going to work, and then knowing your ideal guest. Who, why, and when are they going to come and visit your place? So the keys to your booked out holiday home. The most booked properties are those with great location, exceptional amenities, really good accessibility, parking, because nobody wants to get 
on their holiday and struggle to park, especially if they've got a car full of kids that have sat in the back of the car saying, are we nearly there yet for the last four hours? And as I might have said previously, but I would like to reiterate here, Wi-Fi is right up there with oxygen. So let's go through a few of the things that you're going to need to consider. So number one, how easy is the property to reach? Something you need to consider is the travel conditions. For example, over here in the UK, if you are traveling down to Cornwall or Devon, it can get extremely busy. Some people are happy to sit in the traffic, which accumulates. Some people aren't. So the travel conditions, is it extremely large amount of traffic that's going to delay people arriving? What are the transport links like if you're wanting to people that might be arriving by bus, by coach, by train? Are they going to be able to then smoothly and seamlessly get to your property? And what is the parking like once people arrive? After a big drive and Many people now, post 2020, are going to be driving because overseas travel for the foreseeable future is going to be reduced. Not as many people are going to be traveling overseas. So there's going to be a big focus on the destination that you're in, people staying close to home, the staycation. And what is the parking like when people arrive? After that big drive, where are they going to park? They're not going to be wanting to drive around and round the block to try and find somewhere to drop the car to then lug all their baggage up to the property. So if you've got somewhere that's got parking on site, on a driveway or close by, brilliant. So really think about those travel conditions. How easy is it for somebody to reach your place? Number two, locally, what is, what is there? People, when they come away, they want things to be easy. They're here to relax. They're here to enjoy their stay. So think about pubs, shops, cafes, restaurants. Is there skiing nearby? Is there a beach nearby? Is country walks, tourist attractions, supermarkets, and really brainstorm what is it that people come here for? For example, over here in Worcestershire, where I am and where many of my holiday homes are, people visit for various reasons. We have walkers, we have car enthusiasts at one of our places out in the countryside because there's a uh, uphill motor climb. We have close to the centre of town, people come to stay because we've got a university. There so they've got their children are in university. The The centre of Worcester is a tourist location, very historic, and there's lots of different reasons why people want to come and see the history in the area. It's There was a civil war here many, many years ago, so there's a lot of history. There's also a lot of geological sites in and around Worcester and the Worcestershire countryside. And there's the countryside itself, plus many attractions for families. So think about these things. When somebody's arrived at the property, if the supermarket's miles and miles away, it doesn't mean that the property is not going to work. It just means that if you can just make things easier for them by saying you can arrange for a delivery to arrive or send them a message before booking saying you're arriving at these dates, would you like me to make sure that you have a delivery available for that date for food for the supermarket? Just smooth things, make it very, very easy for people to book. Number three, does the property lend itself to the people that come here? For example, if it's a family area, 
and mainly families come and visit. If the place you're considering has the one bed, just one bedroom, it's not really the ideal family place. So it might well cut off a large proportion of your market being the families. So think about things like that. Is the property going to do what it needs to do for the market that, the, that is available coming to the area that you're looking in? This is a really important one and something that tripped me up at the beginning is number four, is it a leasehold? So if you've got, you're looking at an apartment block, for example, most, most likely leaseholds you'll see in apartment blocks. Many leases actually forbid short-term lettings. So it might well be in the, the deeds of the lease that it's fine for you to rent it out on a long-term basis. So for a family, for somebody who's permanently going to be there permanently six months above, and plus absolutely fine but it might expressly forbid short-term letting so definitely have that checked out during the process of viewing properties make sure of that before you go view before you get set your heart on somewhere because that happened to me at the beginning and it was horrible so keep an eye out for that number five people love some outdoor space of their own somewhere private a garden somewhere to enjoy even if it's a patio area is there space for a hot tub now hot tubs come with a lot of work but they are hugely popular it is one of the top three searched items when people are booking properties in the uk that's huge so well worth considering number six what else is around as in what is already available on a short-term letting basis in that area start to understand what you can expect to achieve price-wise for a night or a week at your potential place you can get started using airbnb you can have a look on HomeAway, booking.com all of the big listing sites and you can do a search for whatever type of property you are looking at in whatever area you were looking at do a google search like that and see what comes up past the listing sites that come at the top another thing you can use is something like a pricing tool like price labs now i mentioned price labs because when you go onto their website you can actually put the url the link of an airbnb property into their site and it will give you some data around availability pricing and their their system price labs helps you actually figure out what you're going to price your property for and it gives you that initial search for free on the front page when you put the uh, the url in from airbnb and it gives you an idea of what prices you can expect, how busy properties are in that area across various times of year. Now, if you want to learn a little bit more about Price Labs, I interviewed Price Labs, an amazing guy from Price Labs, who talked through pricing post-COVID when I did the Short Stay Virtual Summit back in May of this year. If you haven't yet visited the Short Stay Virtual Summit, access is still free there's over 25 experts all sharing their opinions their experience their advice around how to navigate holiday homes post covid so definitely register there and i'll link that up in the show notes at hlspod.com forward slash getting started 
really key piece of advice for number seven. Make sure when you've found a property that you think you like the look of, visit it at different times of the day, different times of night, different days of the week. Look for issues like noise, accessibility issues. Is there loads of deliveries during the day? I had a central place in Worcester, which was an apartment, which was beautifully quiet during the day. And but during the night, the, it backed onto the back of a pub. And because they kept the doors open, the noise and they had a late license came out. And even though we were quite a long way away and I had other properties, you know, doors down that weren't affected, this one, it was just so loud at night and it, it really put people off. And it was, yeah, it was very stressful. So <laughs> definitely look out for things like that. You know, go at different times of the day, go in different times of the week if you can. All right, so that's giving you a real good list of things to consider. Remember, if you're listening to this on the podcast, make sure you join the Facebook group at hlspodcast.com forward slash FB, where you'll be able to watch all of this training. So the things that I've just gone over, you'll have that full list right in front of you. Now let's look at responsibilities, safety and holiday homes, showing your guests that you care. So for this, I'm going to send you to some resources that already exist out there. So first of all, if you're in the UK, head to the pink book, which is available on Visit Britain. It covers fire safety, latest regulations, things like alcohol and entertainment licensing. And if you're outside of the UK, head to your local council planning site first and foremost. And that will give you the lowdown on everything you need to consider during the setup process of your property with regards to safety and regulation. All right, let's have a look at demand and pricing. So we'll delve into this a little bit deeper. Who already visits the area and what do they come here for? This is the key to getting your place booked. So let's delve in. Head to Airbnb, homeawaybooking.com. Now, what I would suggest here is when you're doing your search, try various dates because not everything will show up if the dates you've chosen are booked. For example, if you choose a week over Christmas, it's not going to give you every single property available in the area for that week over Christmas because it won't show the ones that are already booked. So, so use different dates and choose different dates. So if you're choosing one particular week over Christmas, do two days, do three days and more things will come up to throughout November, throughout December and compare the two. Same throughout summer versus spring. Just see what comes up the quieter times you'll see that there are more available and further into the future you go the more available there is as well because they don't book up as much ahead of time so as i mentioned previously use a pricing site price labs allows you to add that link to an airbnb listing and get data on pricing here's the link for you to the short stay virtual summit if you head to bit.ly forward slash short stay online and register for free you can watch anurag verma's presentation on pricing post covid inside there now this is really key you need to factor in anything you'll have to spend and calculate how long until you'll be into profit based on your findings and your research so far now i've created a spreadsheet which it will help you figure this out. So the first page of the spreadsheet allows you to put in the key details of the property. 
the price and any fees etc like stamp duty costs for solicitors fees costs for agency fees I've then made sure that you've got a huge area in which you can put in and allow for things that you might have to spend on the property so decoration wiring anything that needs replacing like a bathroom like a kitchen if there's any plastering and I have filled that in with data based on UK prices per square foot so you can estimate roughly what you're going to have to spend on that property now from that front page where all your key pieces of data go in there's a second page which allows you to put your stock list in now there's a suggested stock list in there and it will give you an idea on cost of course then you will adjust those prices according to the style of property and how much you want to spend on a property when it's whether it's um, basic mid-range or high-range equipment that you're putting in there and it calculates all of those different things it then has various pages per week sorry per month which each calculates the profit per month based on the information you've found so if you've found that there tends to be 60 to 70 percent occupancy in a particular area then you can fill up those pages with 60% occupancy and you can start to see and it will calculate for you what you'll have to spend, how long it'll take for you to be in profit and it takes into account everything. There's everything in there from your bills to everything you'll need to think about, linen, cleaning, insurance, it's all in there for you you literally just have to plug all the details in now you can find that inside the ultimate getting started toolkit and i'll share the link for that right here not only does it have that complete profit tracker and cost tracker you've got a complete trello setup checklist so it's complete build out blueprint everything you need to set up your holiday home in a tick list you can't miss anything it's pre-written plug and play guest emails how to use a channel manager training facebook funnel book direct training there's a private facebook group and then there's some bonus training in there about direct bookings intro training this ultimate getting started toolkit is going to help you start and grow a profitable booked out holiday let business from day one and you can find that at bit.ly forward slash hls biz toolkit and get hold of that there remember to come and see me inside the facebook group that's at hlspodcast.com forward slash fb there's also some deeper dive training in there on the guest marketing book direct workflow there's lots of fun inside there and you can get the slides and the video walkthrough of this episode in there too so i hope this has given you some really good pointers on how to get started when you are setting out as a brand new holiday homeowner come and see me inside the facebook group at hlspodcast.com forward slash fb and i will help you with any questions i'll look forward to seeing you in there have a great day bye for now Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Holiday Let Success podcast. But remember, it doesn't need to end here. Come and find us on Facebook at hlspodcast.com forward slash FB, where you can join our free community of like-minded, proactive holiday home owners. Get your questions answered, get access to our free resources and trainings that are going to help you towards your Holiday Let Success. See you there.